the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM630 The Word is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of our AM630 The Word Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Marcus Burgos. Thank you. And welcome once again to the Church of the Week program. My name is Marcus Burgos. I am your host. We're still at the beginning of the year, the first quarter of the year, so it's still time to to continue to look internally and to dream about what we can accomplish this year. And I think no matter what your plan is, there's always a reason to praise God. The Bible tells us, every let everything that has breath praise ye the Lord, if we look at the King James Version. And uh, there's one thing that I like to remind you. There's a good reason why we should praise the Lord. Something uh, that that something is someone, and that someone is you. The Bible says in Psalms 139, it says, "I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well." And so I want to remind you. As you thank God for your car, you thank God for your kids and your job and and you're losing weight and you're on track for that New Year's resolution. Thank God for yourself because he knew what he was doing when he made you. He made you on purpose and he made you with purpose. He formed you in your mother's womb. So thank God. Love yourself, brethren. Love yourself. Before we can love somebody else, we have to love ourselves. And so I want to challenge you with that today. That's today's quick word for you. And today we are here in the studio, and I am honored to be accompanied by a man of God, uh, a man that is that is here. We're going to learn about him. I'm a, I don't even know where he's from, and but we're going to figure it out. And uh, is none other none other than Anton Farrell, Pastor Anton Farrell. He is the pastor of Calvary Chapel East San Antonio. And so, Pastor Anton, thank you for coming out today. Hey, thanks, Marky Mark. Appreciate it, man. Thank you for uh, just uh, the time. The time. Time is so precious. It just it just keeps going. Uh, and um, to share time with with you, dear brother in Christ, and, and you you guys here is uh, is definitely um, a humbling experience, but it's a blessing for me. So, hey, man, I want to I want to tell San Antonio all about you. We're going to learn a little bit about you. And so, tell me where where are you from? Are, are you a San Antonian? Are you from here? Where where have you been? Okay, so so I'm a I'm I'm a grafted San Antonian. Okay, I'm, I'm originally from from a small town of uh, Youngstown, Ohio. Youngstown. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, how I got here was was kind of funny. Um, I enlisted into the army. Uh, All right. And eighteen uh, year uh, army veteran, um, and uh, this was my second duty station. Um, I spent some time in Korea, and then they sent us here to San Antonio. Uh, me and my wife Misty, and uh, um, it just kind of grew on us. We f- we 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 found uh, Calvary Chapel, and uh, we left for about four years. And then it was time for me to transition off of active duty. And I called up um, my pastor here, and he says, "Come on back yeah. um, here to San Antonio," and um, we. 
that's what we did. We uh, came back and working on staff um, at the church at the at our academy that's there. And um, a few years later, he says to me, "Hey, man, you, it's time for you to go." And, um, and that was the the first the first seedings of Calvary East San Antonio. About so five wait a minute. Ago. One thing. One of the things you said in 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 that is that you have eighteen years of military experience. Correct. Yes. Yes. And so I'm here sitting in front of you thinking that you're about 25 years old. Oh, bro. Bro. <laughs> I, that's that's a that's that's a compliment. Yeah. But but uh yeah, if you if you've seen inside of my nose hairs, they they're they're actually white. They're actually white. And I know that's on the radio, but it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So now now you're 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 married. Yes. Uh, yes. And and you gave us a real quick. So I'm yes. gonna have to slow you down. What? Tell me. Tell me a little bit about your your God moment. That that time where, where I don't know if you grew up in church or you're a PK right, or right, or right, what have you. Right. But how was that for you? So the moment that I, I saw Jesus face to face was 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 an interesting time. Um, uh, I was raised in church. My okay. mom she got saved when when I was a small child. We were. We were living in a Kimmelbrook apartment complex in, in Youngstown, um, Section 8 homes, housing. Yeah. Um, wasn't affluent or rich or by any means, but, um, but the Lord got hold of my mother, and, and it was her example that eventually um, that I saw that, that, want, that I wanted to emulate. Mm-hmm. And so um, one of the things that's always broken in the inner city is, is the family. And, right. you know, our family was, was victim to that also. Um, and it wasn't until I was about 14 years old that um, I just, you know, really kind of felt God pulling me um, as a young man. And, and it was one day in my bedroom, I was just, you know, I just told the Lord, Lord, if you're real, um, please come into my heart and, and change me. And, and he did. He did um, in, in, a, in a major way. And, and I've always had this desire um, to to know God and, and to to read His Word and so um, after that He just put this hunger into my heart that really just um, kind of blossomed into the man yeah. that I am today. So um, so yeah, it, it's nothing prolific, um, mm-hmm, nothing mm-hmm. nothing nothing um, nothing awesome, but it's still something that was supernatural. Yeah, um, because uh, sometimes we can get obsessed with those things that are spectacular, but. But the supernatural. But you know what I, I feel? I feel because I'm I'm a PK. Yeah, and yeah. so I grew up in church, mm. and uh, I've I've heard a lot of uh, crazy yeah. type of testimonies yeah. of yeah. how God yeah. did and God, and that's awesome. I love it. Yes. Uh, however, for for yourself and and for and for me, uh, we didn't have to go through those things. Right. I have right. never spent. Any time in prison, right? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. You know, yes. I, I never shot anything up my veins. Yes. Praise the Lord, and and I thank God for for my parents and 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 for the spankings. Yes. You know, <laughs> and, and for the discipline. Yes. Because uh, like you, I grew up in in a ghetto area, Section yeah. Eight, and we yeah. we were poor. Yeah. We were yeah. just poor. There's yeah. no way around yeah. it. And uh, but God delivered us. God saved us. God covered us and protected yeah. us. And uh, the five of us, we, we got out the ghetto, mm-hmm. you know, and awesome. and my parents, awesome. and 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 that's that's a similar testimony. So there's there's reason to to give God thanks exactly in exactly. that, exactly. you know. And so now you so you've had your 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 moment with God yes. at, as a young man, fourteen years yes. old, and and you feel the calling. When when do you when do you feel like you know what I want to do this? 
Yeah, so it's it it was it was there. And when I was like sixteen, around there, my pastor um, approached me and he says to me, he says, uh, Anton, uh, Pastor Mike Trotta, uh, he came comes up to me, says, Anton, you know, I, I want you to teach Bible study, and 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 I was that was my first time, you know, ever putting a lesson together. Wow. And um, it was on one of the fruits of the spirit. Yeah. And so I uh, stood before everyone in the congregation and, and gave a lesson on one of the fruits of the spirit. And at 16. At 16, yeah. And then now it, it like kind of clicked right then and there. He kind of, he was the one that really kind of put put wood in that fire yeah. and said, hey, um, I think that, that Jesus Jesus wants you to, to, to pursue this. This is, what, this is what your gift is. And and not necessarily to be a pastor or to be a leader in the church, but just to just to be one that conveys God's heart through mm-hmm. His Word. And so, um, so that was that was the awesome part. And then I always kind of felt that 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 pulling, that you know, tug, hey, that tug, and and it's an irresistible tug, right? Um, because you realize that you you know while you're doing this, while you're preparing, while you're in God's Word, while you're seeing all of these these great things kind of come up from God's word. Um, you, it's speaking to your heart first, but then you just want to convey it mm-hmm. um, using your personality and and using who you are to, to convey it and just to see people come to a deeper knowledge of Jesus. Right. Um, not necessarily because they want you, you want to be heard, but just to see them fall more in love with Jesus. That's, 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 that was just, that's always been my life's goal and life's mission. Um, so yeah, so and 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 how that transpired is, you know, after high school, we um, I didn't know what to do. I knew I wanted to go to Bible college, and I had just I was I had found this Bible college in Alaska. And, oh wow! Yeah, and I didn't know I was going to get there. I didn't. I had no clue. I was just like living on a prayer, you know, Bon Jovi. <laughs> um, and and I told my 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 um my my girlfriend at the time, which is my wife now, and I said, hey, you know, I'm going to Alaska, and she was like, okay, I'm going with you. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, but um. But not having that plan, that solid plan, uh, me and my homeboy, Doodoo Brown, we were rocking in the in the mall, and uh, Sergeant Wiley, big long legged guy, yeah. we call him a big long legged recruiter. He would, he like followed us, and uh, he was like, "Hey, what you doing after high school?" I was like, "I'm going to Bible college." And then he starts uh, hit me with a series of questions. He's like, "Well, how you paying for it?" I was like, "Jesus is paying for That's it." That's right. And then he says, "How you getting there?" Jesus is going to teleport me there. And how you going to do this? And how you going? I was like, "Jesus got me." And then he's like, "Well, young man." You need to start thinking about more practically um, about what Jesus is going to do in your life and how he's going to do it. And Jesus can pay for your college using the GI Bill. Um, yeah. And, so, <laughs> and you probably need a paycheck and you don't have any skills. So, uh, so yeah, so that's what I did. I, I went uh, to the Army. And enlisted, and it was it was it was a blessing. Yeah, it was it was the greatest blessing in the world because I learned more about um, being a pastor in the army by mm. being a non commissioned officer in the army than I would have in in Bible college during that time. Right, and um, learning how to to really lead your soldiers, um, not just lead them, but be involved in their life. If you right. got a fat soldier, you're following that fat soldier around. Yeah. You're smacking every donut out of his hand. Yeah. you're going through his refrigerator. You're doing all that stuff. You know, I had a soldier who had a gambling problem. We went to his house. We took the TV down and made him take it back to the store so he can feed his family. Right. You know, things like that. You're directly involved in life. And that's what a pastor does. Yeah. That's what a pastor that's does. That's a shepherd. Yeah. And so that's what um, that's what made me 
um, that was Jesus's, you know, testing ground or training ground mm-hmm. for, for, for me and my life. And not only my life, but my wife's life also, because we're partners in the ministry. Yeah, and, yeah. and the Lord toughened her up. She's the toughest person that I know. Um, the hardest working person that yeah. I know, the most diligent person, most consistent person that I know. And, um, you know, she's a blessing um, to me in my life, um, in my ministry period. And so I, I so, wouldn't so be did anywhere you, without her. Did you ever get to Alaska? I never got to Alaska. <laughs> I never got to Alaska. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, as far as education-wise, you know, while I was in, I had a sergeant named Sergeant Jinso. Um, she, uh, it was a mid-shift. And it was like six in the morning, and she comes up to me. She's like, "Pharrell, you going to school?" I'm like, "No." And she says, um, "Well, you're signing up for school tomorrow." And I'm like, "Well, it's after mid. I've been working twelve hours." And so, needless to say, man, she drove me right up here to um, to the Ed Center and made me sign up for classes way to right up here at Wayland Baptist University. Oh wow! Yeah, so. Um, graduated from there in 2009. Um, once I left the military, decided to continue my education, go to seminary. Um, so graduated from DTS uh, in 2016. Um, and it's been, it's been a great experience. But I will tell you this, and for anybody out there that's considering, you know, any Bible college or any seminary training, um, it's good and it's great on the, for the knowledge base. But None of it helps you in the ministry. <laughs> mm-hmm. None of it prepares you for the for the real for life. For the hands-on. Yes, for the yeah. real life grit of dealing with, with people and loving people and shepherding people. The knowledge is great, but, um, but the people we minister to have no clue or no desire to know about the hypostatic union or esotericism or right. uh, soterism or your eschatology or, you know, they don't know, want to know if you're pre-trip they need or prayer. pre-trip. Yeah, they need prayer. They need somebody to love on them. Exactly. They need exactly. a hug, a smile, exactly. an encouraging exactly. word. Exactly. Exactly. That's yeah. exactly what. Um, what and we're and all for about. you, that's that training happened in the army. That that that, that was it. That was it. And so, um, God is all up in the DNA DNA of life. Yeah. And He so, uses everything. So tell me now. Now you're now you're in Calvary Chapel, San Antonio, right? With right. Pastor with Pastor Ron. Yes. And uh, you're serving there. You're you're. You're teaching there, or what? What are yes, you doing there? Yes, yes. So I'm, I'm, I'm teaching in high school. Um, you know, just shout out to all my students. I, I love yeah. you all. Um, so we we started an ethics and apologetics class, um, teaching health and computers, and you know we have a free school K through twelve. So yeah. my wife and I are on staff there, and um, and Pastor Ron comes up to me, and and, and it was at, it wasn't him, it was Mama Paula. She comes up to yeah. me and says, um, "Baby, we love y'all, but y'all y'all gotta go. It's time for y'all to go." And I'm like, <laughs> "Okay, what, what does that mean? What does that look like?" Well. Um, Pastor Ron says, um, well, I, I wanted to I want to plant a church on the east side of San Antonio. Now, um, the math in my mind kept going off because, you know, you could flick a booger and hit a church on the east side in San right. Antonio. It has the highest concentration of churches in the city. Um, and so I, I'm just like, well, why why am I going and planting where there's a ton of gardens already? Mm-hmm. But um, one of the things that, you know, we kind of came to, the conclusions we came to was um, there's – there's not a lot of healthy churches, right. and we want to be a healthy church. We want to be that healthy, okay. expository, Bible-teaching church that just 
is a regular church that just loves people. And, and that's, that's the key. That's always been the key. Um, our vision for our church is that we are, first of all, we're gospel-centered. Right. Okay, that means that everything that we do um, is based upon the gospel. Okay, so we will never, ever have a clothing drive or food drive or anything like that without the gospel. Because without the gospel... We just become a nonprofit. Right. You know, we become a, a, it's a group state. of people. Yeah, exactly. And so um, so we're very serious about the gospel, about bringing people to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. um, them understanding that they need to be reconciled with God. Second Corinthians five, that, you know, you're a sinner and entrusting the Holy Spirit to convict the heart and make it aware of of the sin that's that's there. And then saying, hey, there's hope. There's hope. Jesus Christ lived a perfect life. He died and took God's wrath for you up on the cross so that you don't have to go to hell with your with your sin. He became sin for you and he gave you his righteousness and you can live for him. Mm-hmm. And you should live for him and every single day pursuing him and growing in a deeper and more meaningful, intimate relationship with him. Uh, secondly, we are family driven. Yeah. And what I mean by that is this. We're going on the side of town and, you know, it's the, the family is, is the most essential um, uh, unit in, in, in our lives. You know, it's not the government. We can talk about politics all day. Right. But, um, you know, none of us are the people we are because of a broken government. Mm-hmm. We are who we are because of a broken family. Right. And so for, for us, we, we said, okay, we want to build the family. And first of all, it starts with the men in the church, them taking on that, that, that role of being a husband, being a servant husband mm-hmm. to their wives, being an example, and then discipling their children and, and being the leader of their homes. And then the, the, the marriage is strengthened. And so we focus on date nights. We spend time together, building stronger, stronger relationships and marriages. And then once the church, um, the church is made up of families, and once you have healthy families, you have a healthy church. Yeah. And so that's our goal is to build the family and to um, and to and to really really just be a blessing where where we so are. So you minister to the men, yes, in in one particular time. Yes, and right, right. You minister to the women right. separately and right. the youth and the yes, yes. So our big thing for my heart is. Um, uh, spending time with my men and discipling them one on one. You know, having that time where it's this is how you follow Jesus, and not only telling them how they follow Jesus. Jesus says this, or Paul says several times, um, "Be an example. Be an example. Let them look at your life. Let them consider your life. Let them consider your decisions. All those things, um, and and you show a person how how to be a man. Right. I just can't tell you, hey, hey, Marcus, you need to be a man." Well, and then walk away. And, and then walk away. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You need you need you need an example of of what manhood looks like. You know, just like Kobe needed an example of what greatness <laughs> looked like. He he was always emulating Jordan. Yeah. Um. And so Jordan was that example in the same way. Um, God has called the pastors and leaders of the church to be examples for the flock and to and to love them and, and to lead them in that way. So tell me, we haven't said where where is your church? How do we get there? Yes. Yeah, so we are um, right across the street. We're on Seven Ten Arthur Street. We're right across the street. Um, from East Meadows, formerly Wheatley Courts. Um, East Meadows is a is a brand new, beautiful um, housing complex that just just built. They just built it. 
beautiful, beautiful neighborhood. Um, and, and it's good to be part of a, of a growing and developing east side. Yeah. Um, we're right across the street from there. You'll see, you'll see our building. We share uh, a couple of buildings with some, uh, with some great uh, brothers in Christ, some great Christian nonprofits. Um, uh, just shout out to um, my friend Mel from His Bridge Builders and uh, from Charlie uh, from S.A. Hills. Uh, we have a great relationship. Um, I meet with these brothers, and, and we pray, and um, we have a great friendship. Yeah. Um, those are my brothers in, in, in the Lord. And so, um, so yeah, so we use, um, we, we share facilities with mm-hmm. them and, and, and the Lord just says, has put together this rinky dink church and, but it's a, it's a healthy church yeah. more than anything. And so on Sundays you meet at what time? On Sundays we meet at uh, 10 o'clock AM. Uh, we, uh, we, we have a prayer at eight o'clock. Um, so if you, if you want to come and, and just connect with the Lord during that time, uh, come out f- Come on out for prayer. Right now we're in the book of Philippians. We go through the Bible verse by verse. Yeah. Um, so we'll be finishing up. Um, we just finished up Philippians 2. We'll be picking up in Philippians chapter 3 uh, this this coming Sunday. And then uh, on Wednesdays we meet at 7 o'clock um, p.m. And we're going through 1 Samuel. Um, and, and there uh, we have youth group that happens on Wednesday nights. Uh, and, and children's ministry is available for, for all of our services. So, so tell me, how do, how do we go... Can, do we have to go in a in a bow tie and a three piece suit? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If you want to come in a bow tie and a three piece suit, you can come that way. All right. Uh, I'll tell you. I'll be up uh, teaching in jeans and Jordans. All right. That's uh, <laughs> jeans and Jordans. That's what. That's good. Yeah, jeans and Jordans. Um, we we try to keep it simple. Yeah. And um and and just. You know, this is a church just for regular folks. I mean, it's... So it's, come as you are. Come as you are. If you want to dress up and if you want to wear a three-piece suit, we got brothers that, that that's their thing. They, they, yeah. It's their fetty fit. We, yeah. And so they come in their fetty fit, and, you know, we love them. And some days, you know, I put a tie on and, and, a, and, a, and a jacket on just because I feel like it. Yeah. So whatever you feel like. So, so no, no uniform. No uniform. No oh, uniform at all. So it's good. It's good stuff. There, so tell me, tell me something. I, I, want you, I want you to invite San Antonio to church. Mm. You know, you have the mic in front of you. I just want you to talk from your heart a little bit. We have a few minutes left. Mm. I want you to talk from your heart and just uh, talk to San Antonio, invite them out to, to Calvary Chapel, East San Antonio. Okay. So um, this isn't for the the Christian that has, that you are serving in your body. You are a meaningful member where you are. This is for, I'm talking to the person who has been hurt by the church, talking to the person who um, who has found themselves um, lonely and alone and not growing. Um, the fact is, is that Jesus uh, made you for the church and you're supposed to be there and as a meaningful serving loving friend and member of that of that place and so um for us all i want for you is to be using your gifts for the glory of jesus christ and and for you to find that place where not only you can come and receive love and receive teaching and receive support but so that you can be the teacher and that you can be the one who's a friend and you can be the one who is a helping hand to, to your brother or sister in Christ. Um, and that's, that's for that Christian who's been struggling for a long time, who hasn't found a church home, who um, has for years, years, Satan has taken years away from you of growth and maturity, and um, it's time to break the cycle. And so um, if that's you, 
um, I invite you out. Come on out to Calvary East um, and just uh, sit down. And while you're sitting there, listen, and you'll have uh, about 50 hugs before the, the end of service. <laughs> um, and, and we will never, ever forget your name. So that's that's what's the most important thing um, in the in the world is that Christ is love and 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 He wants you to be loved, but He also wants you to extend that love to others. Amen. Yeah. So we can also find Calvary East San Antonio on the internet. Yes, your web yeah. address is calvaryesa.com. Correct. Correct. Um, and there we'll find all the information. All the information of what's going on. All of our lessons are are there. Um, all of our events are there. All of our ministries are there, from our children's ministry to our prison ministry um, to our outreach ministry, all those so things. So, you know what? Let me ask you this, since you bring it up and we're inviting San Antonio to yes. come out. Uh, families come, and families need a place for their children to be ministered to. Yes, yes, yes. And so and you have that covered at we have We have that covered. We have that covered more than anything. We're we're not a substitute for for what you're supposed to be doing at home. We mm-hmm. are a supplement to do to yes. doing that. And so all of our children's ministry curriculum is is geared towards the family working together and really being a ministry to each other um, throughout the week. So we can't drop off our kids and uh, go to the movies. <laughs> You know what? You can, but we're going to joke on you for about three hours after. It's all good. <laughs> I, I, t- I tell my people, that your your son is not Samuel. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not Eli. <laughs> take your kids. Pray, <laughs> praise the Lord. We love them, but take them home. Take them home. Take them home, man. <laughs> Pastor, Pastor Farrell, thank you for, for joining us today. Oh, man, it's been a pleasure. Uh, church of the pleasure. Week is blessed to have you. Oh, man. And uh, if you're looking for a church, San Antonio, I want to invite you. I want to challenge you. Calvary East San Antonio is for you. You want to grow. You want to be challenged. This is the place. Amen. Uh, and so come on out. It's at 710 Arthur Street, yes. 78202. Yep. Uh, you can find them also on the internet, calvaryesa.com. You're on Facebook as well, are you? Yes, yes, yes. So, you, so all you have to do is look up Calvary East San Antonio. And, so, and they'll pop and they'll right up. pop right, about, right and up. And so service time on Sunday morning is at 10 a.m., I would target that one. Guess what, San Antonio? There's highways and roads that'll take you from the east side, from the west side to the east side. So I I don't live in that area. No excuses. Get to church on Sunday. God bless you, San Antonio. We love you. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today as we featured our AM630 The Word Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you got a chance to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you'd like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at am630theword.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.